Hello there, and welcome back to the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms. I am Sharp A3, AMEGA, I Processing System, and your Backrooms Survival Instructor. Today we'll be diving deeper into the backrooms, into what many travelers refer to as, when the real challenge begins. We'll be discussing Level 1, the Habitable Zone. So, you have traveled at least 4 days in Level 0 and survived. Good for you? Now that you got the tutorial level of the backrooms out of the way, it's time for the real deal. Level 1 has an official MEG survival difficulty class of 2, that being, it is classified as not safe for travelers wandering the level, but does support secured, local reality, and has a minimum entity count comparable to the rest of the main 9, not including level 0. Level 1 proves far more difficult to travel through than the previous level, due to its specific properties, but can become easier to traverse with frequent exploration. Let's start with the appearance of this level. Unlike level 0, with its continuous span of mono-yellow rooms and corridors, level 1 is an ever-expanding concrete, mostly windowless warehouse. This scene is accompanied by concrete staircases, some of which could lead to different parts of level 1 or to another level entirely. There's also long halls and corridors that can lead you for miles, just to stop you at a dead end. There is rebar either littering the floors or jutting out of unfinished walls, that can pose a safety hazard if quickly evading a threat and not paying close attention to your surroundings. The level is lighted by what seems to be the same kind of lighting that is used on level 0. Like those lights, there are no brand names on them that can identify where they've come from. These lights tend to flicker on and off at random, and sometimes can shut off for an unknown amount of time within a certain area. Scattered all across this level are concrete rooms of varying shapes and sizes, most of which do not have doors. Also scattered randomly around the level are paintings of all types that can be resting on the walls, roofs, and floors. These paintings range in stylistic choice and composition, with no two paintings being the same. Strangely, as the lights of the level flicker, these paintings are known to disappear when not in view, making collecting them difficult. The number. One thing that is noticed when traveling this level is the condensed fog that permeates through the level. No one knows what's creating the fog or where it originates from, but it doesn't seem to cause the traveler any harm when walking through. A big relief to all who find their way here. There are puddles that also litter the ground randomly throughout the level. The water from these puddles are noted to be safe to drink, but is recommended to be boiled first before consumption. Like level 0, there are care packs left behind by previous travelers in order to aid anyone else stuck in the level. Unlike level 0, the care packs in this level greatly vary in contents. While most care packs carry medical supplies, some carry an assortment of random items packed together haphazardly. These random items can range from crayons, to ball bearings, to even 5 pounds of pencil shavings. No one knows who left these packages, but many rumored it's an unseen force that runs the backrooms, trying to see how we use those items to survive, but that is not confirmed. Going back to the lights, random areas have a blackout period, where all the lights go out for an unknown amount of time. These blackout periods can last from a couple of hours to months in some cases. What makes this situation worse is that, the area this can take place in can span out for thousands of miles meaning some travelers can be transported into level 1, within a blackout zone spanning an unbelievably large area for months without coming across any light sources. Unless one was brought beforehand. I know. Level 1 is starting to sound pretty bad, but wait, it gets even worse. While within these zones, 
Random sounds can be heard all around you, at random times. These sounds can be from a flute playing in the near distance, to the cries for help from a family member. It's stated not to follow any sounds in these zones, and to actually go the opposite direction if possible. It's also stated to travel as quietly as possible. This is because, the number of hostile entities that can be encountered increases by almost three times while within these blackout zones. Making traveling in these zones extremely dangerous for anyone new to the back rooms or those who find themselves separated from their traveling parties. Since we're on the topic, let's talk about the entities that can be found on this level. There are a more diverse amount of hostile entities that can be found within level 1. The probability of encountering an entity on this level is higher than within level 0, meaning this is where most travelers run into most of the basic entities of the backrooms. While not going into details of the entities, we'll have whole lectures for each in the future, here's a list of what they are. They are dollars, hounds, skin stealers, windows, yes I said windows, scratchers, adult facelings, and on rare occasions, child facelings. What's to note about these entities, they will mostly be seen stalking lone travelers. Avoiding groups of people if possible. This is why it is important to always travel in groups of at least three people. In this level, there is power in numbers. Now, that we got the scary monsters out the way, let's go over the slightly less scarier monsters. The outpost and factions throughout the level. Since level 1 is an important crossing point into many places within the backrooms, there are a lot of settlements here for most of the major players in the backrooms. There are 18 outposts and settlements in level 1. Those are the raiders, the backroom, colonists with their bases, base flickers, base lurker, and base AAT. There's also the Republic of 153, the biologist, the orderly republic, exploration alpha, guidepost 03, research outpost 01, sanction, the BEU, the ESF, the RBST, the uninvited, level 523 RROD, DAFE base, and Oasis Lyra of the OFSEB. Even with all these people working within, a traveler of level 1 will most likely not run into anyone on their journey. With all these people moving in and out, you're probably thinking there are plenty of ways in and out of this level. And you would be correct. Level 1 has main ways in and out of it, making it perfect for a trading hub or a strategic outpost. Here are the multiple ways to enter level 1. The most common way is to travel through a door on almost any other level of the backrooms. Doesn't matter what kind of door. If it's door-like and can be walked through, it has a small chance of bringing you to level 1. Going upstairs in level 0 will take you here, as this was many travelers' point of entry. No clipping a wall in level 1.5 will bring you into level 1. Though it's a rumor among travelers, it's said entering a blue hall somewhere in level 1.337 might take you to level 1, but this has not been confirmed by the MEG. If entered into level 7453 through the level 1 pathway, one can enter back into level by breaking the doll. We'll elaborate on that whole spill at a later date. And lastly, by entering the corresponding numbers on level 1051, you will be sent to level 1. Now it's time to tackle how to leave level 1. There are many more exits than there are entrances. Let's run through them. First, the hub can be accessed from this level. From the entrance of level 1, head straight down the corridor, and stop at the door. Go through the door, then continue until the end of that corridor. Then, double back to the entrance of the level. There should now be a diverging path that goes left or right. Take the left. There will be another divergence. 
take the right. Then, at the next one, take a left, and at the next one, take a right. As soon as the right path is taken, the path will lead to two doors, labeled A and B. Take the B door. Upon going through that door, the new room will look identical to the last one. Now, take the A door. This is the door that leads to the hub. If any of these steps are completed incorrectly, like taking the wrong turn or not doubling back, one may end up somewhere completely random, so be very careful while going there. Entering a broken pillar will lead you to level 289. Some say shouting into a megaphone will take you to level 1.337, but that's unconfirmed. No clipping through this level has shown a small chance of ending up in level 364, level 931, or level 948 finding and interacting with a black doll may lead one to level 7453. Though this happens very rarely, falling asleep in this level may lead one to one of the bedrooms in level 1950. No clipping through walls that have outlets may lead to either level 229 or level 188. If you somehow encountered entity 126 and got caught, and it doesn't kill you, there's a chance you will be dragged to level 6. Do not let this happen. At all costs. If you find an unlocked door of any kind, you can be transported to level 2. No clipping through the other side of a wall, without falling to the void will lead to level half. There are probably main unlisted entrances and exits out there waiting to be found. Maybe by you? Alright, that was a lot of information about this level. Now that we have broken the level down, it's time to go over some tips to help you survive. Number 1, always have a light source readily available on you at all times here. You never know when a blackout period may occur, and you don't want to get caught up in that mess without some kind of illumination. Also, many of the hostile entities here use the darker areas to stalk travelers here, so being able to weed them out would help out greatly. Number 2. Try to find a care package as soon as possible. Since the packs here have a great selection of thing to get, you'll have a better chance of finding something like a gun or night vision goggles. Even crayons will help with marking where you go. That leads into the next tip. Number 3. Keep a track of where you are, where you came from, and where you are going. Unlike level 0, you can go up stairs, ladders, and even elevators on rare occasions in the level. This makes traversing level 1 more complex than the mostly flat level 0. Throw in the extreme uniformity and blackout periods, level 1 can quickly become an extremely dangerous place to travel. Even for experienced MEG scouts. Number 4, there are many rooms here, with some of them very isolated from other large corridors or other rooms. Use these to your advantage as safe spaces. You'll most likely be traveling through level 1 for much longer than level 0, utilizing these rooms as rest stops will be a huge benefit to you. Number 5, don't trust any sounds here. I think that can go without saying, but because the level can create sounds familiar to you, you have to be far more careful here. Number 6, keep a level head. Your sanity will be tested much harder here than level 0, so be ready for that. Level 1 has broken many good people. Let's try not to add you to the statistics. Number 7. If you have no almond water, make use of the puddles around you. It is stated to be safe to drink the water if boiled. All notes corresponding with drinking unboiled puddle water are redacted. Number 8. Be on watch for hostels in your area. Unlike the previous level, the entities here will actively be on search for you. The largeness of the level will only go so far for you so always be ready for a fight. Number 9, the most important. Stay out of the dark. 
Anything to do with the dark here should always be avoided. Not only because of the entities, supplies are known to disappear in episodes of complete darkness. So while you're trying to stay alive, you'll also be trying to not get robbed by a mysterious entity. Not a fun time. That wraps up our lesson on level 1, the habitable zone. A lot for a newbie just leaving level 0 to adjust to. A lot don't make it to their third day, but you're not like them. You have the information needed to not just survive level 1, but thrive in it. After traveling though his level enough, you'll be a master of it. Just stick to your trusty tips and you'll be fine. Just remember, stay calm and alert, and you'll be on your way in no time. Thank you to everyone for showing your support for the podcast. If you have any suggestions or would like to say hello, send us an email at travelersguidetothebackrooms at gmail.com. Until next time, have a wonderful day and be safe out there. Thank you to everyone for showing your support for the podcast. If you have any suggestions or would like to say hello, send us an email at travelersguidetothebackrooms at gmail.com. Until next time, have a wonderful day and be safe out there.